Imagine your wedding day on white marble floors beneath crystal chandeliers and exquisite ceiling drapery. Nestled on Long Bay Point Marina in Virginia Beach, the Gala 417 is a modern and luxurious waterfront wedding venue with all-inclusive packages, award-winning catering packages, and a dedicated team of gala girls to assist you every step of the way. The Gala is the perfect place to say, I do. Your dream wedding is just a click away. Learn more at thegala417.com. It's Macy's friends and family. Get an extra 30% off great gifts for her just in time for Mother's Day when you use your coupon or Macy's card. And take 15% off beauty essentials or shop specials she'll love while supplies last. Plus, Star Rewards members earn on every purchase except gift card services and fees at Macy's. Sign up today at Macy's.com slash Star Rewards. Savings off regular sale and clearance prices. Exclusions apply. Hello, everybody, and welcome back. I'm Deborah Hartswell, and you're tuned into BBR Cryptid and Paranormal Investigations. Thank you for joining me, and I really appreciate you tuning in. I hope you are well and enjoying your day. Tonight, we look at my home county of Lancashire. There's a magazine online known as the Lancashire Magazine, and it's a paid subscription. Um, and I write the odd monthly article for it. And as it's a paid subscription, I can't actually afford to read my own articles. And I think many of you out there will be in the same position. So I thought now they've been published, I would share them with you guys um, online. And if you want to see the images and you're listening on a podcast, I have included a link to the images below. So let's have a look at some of Lancashire's nightmare creatures. So bad, one witness said, I felt like I was being hunted that night. Now, as I say, Lancashire is the county I was born in. It's a place close to my heart. I grew up hearing stories of Jenny Green Teeth and Boggarts and Nutnans, strange creatures that inhabit the woodland and scare off any folk who may be passing by. Their stories are our stories. They are in our history, our folklore and within our families. But wouldn't it surprise you to know these are not the only creatures hiding in Lancashire woodlands and wild places. These days, we use the word Bigfoot to describe any t- creature up on two legs, usually hairy and ape-like in description. And the reports of these strange creatures are made by ordinary people, doing ordinary things, when they encounter something impossible. Two boys see a hairy creature in Tarleton Lanks in 1996. I was contacted in 2016 by a gentleman named Mark Farnell who reported his experience that happened to him and his friend when they were young boys living in the Tarleton area of Lancashire. Whilst playing amongst the trees, the boys noticed a strange, hunched, hairy creature standing watching them. Mark Farnell, back in July of 96, said, When I was 13 years of age, we were only young kids back then. And we would go down there often, and that day was no different at first. We'd just completed building an assault course through the woods. We gave the course a tryout from start to finish, and as we were running the course, we both noticed something vague and hard to describe, moving our way in the thicker part of the wood. Then this thing came walking through the brush in front of us. It was not more than 15 feet away. 
We didn't know what it was and we'd never seen anything like it before. We watched as it came walking into a park clearing. This thing was broad, but it wasn't much taller than us at the time. Perhaps only five, five foot in height, but its body was huge. It was hairy and thick with muscle. I remember it having a humped back almost. It was sort of stooped or hunched somehow. It was walking with a purpose and then it just stopped dead in its tracks right there. At the time, my friend and I looked at each other, knowing what we were seeing was wordless. Even now, I'm struggling to describe what it looked like and what it felt like to me, standing there, looking at it, and wondering what it was going to do next. We started to back off until we felt like it was okay to pick up the pace a little bit. As we looked back, we noticed it was trying to focus on us through the trees. Was it keeping a watch on us and where we were heading? And at that moment, it let out a blood-curdling grunt of a scream. It was a terrifying noise. Up until that point, I kept telling myself it was just an adult or some strange-looking person. But that scream changed that. Knowing it wasn't a person was horrifying. We ran away even quicker than ever. Through the fear I have, I've never been back to those local woods. It all happened in Tarleton Village, Lancashire in the UK. The creature had long, dark and light brown matted hair. It was hairy and thick with muscle. I will never forget that day. When I released Mark's account, the mother of the lad who was with him at the time wrote to me to tell me how the boys had reacted when they ran home that day. She explained she remembered the incident clearly as both boys were shook up and they stumbled trying to explain what had happened. It took me a long time to calm them down so they could explain what went on. I didn't know what to tell them, she said, because something clearly happened to them. A naked hairy man chasing a fox. In the 1970s, an employee was stopped for a call of nature and whilst waiting on his workmates close to the Delacell entrance of Beulieu Park in Salford, so what he described as a hairy little man trying to catch a fox and it was running across the golf course. He was adamant that's what he saw. He ran back to his workmates and told them he'd seen a wild caveman type figure weaving through the grass in pursuit of a fox. Of course, they never believed him. His nephew was so intrigued by this family tale. He's travelled the world researching hominids and the missing link for over 30 years and has taken part in a number of search expeditions and in search of evidence. A woman breaks her ankle running away from the bear man of Rivington Pike, 1990. I am making this report on behalf of my friend. Myself and my friend Sally have been close and I've known her for about 25 years now. We crossed paths after a few years apart in 2018. We started going out as you do sometime. We'd just been for a meal in Manchester City Centre and I was driving and Sally said her ankle was hurting her a lot. After she was okay and she told me she'd broken her ankle years before and it was quite a bad break and she was laid up on crutches for a few months after the accident. But then she went on to say her ankle had been weak anyway from an accident she'd had years ago and then went on to tell me how it happened in the first place. 
During the mid-90s, Sally and a few friends had been out clubbing and they decided to go up to Rivington Pike. They went to the Chinese Gardens area, around the back where the two car parks are situated. After walking up the track to the top, they met up with some of the mates and had a bit of a party, a few drinks and someone made a little fire. Anyway, there were around six to eight of them in all, a couple of cars full of people at most, but not private by any means, and Sally decided she needed to go for a wee. Sally walked off to a decent spot away from everyone. She said she then noticed movement about 20 to 30 yards away from her. There was something looking at her from within the thick bushes. It took Sally a few moments for her eyes to adjust. From what she told me, she said what she saw was huge. The head was big, but the body on this thing was massive. I asked her what it looked like and she said she saw it for around 10 to 15 seconds in all. And what she could make out, it looked like a cross between a man and a bear. Sally went on to describe it as having a sort of body a huge hairy man would have. But the head was that of a bear. The head was covered all over in hair, she said, everywhere. At this point, she turned to run. And as she did so, she turned and twisted her ankle badly and let out a scream of pain and fell to the floor. One of our other friends, Brian, ran over and picked her up and she was crying and in lots of pain, so they carried her back down the hills and took her to the hospital. She'd sprained her ankle badly and tore some ligaments and ever since then, her ankle's been weak, so all these years later, it snapped when she broke it dancing. Sally said she'd never told anyone what she saw that night in case they took the mickey or thought that she was crazy in some way, but I knew you'd understand, Debs. A hunched figure by the side of the road, 1993. A gentleman who was travelling home from Blackpool to Manchester in 1993 saw a strange humanoid figure standing by the side of the busy motorway just past the sign for the Martin May turn-off. He said, I remember we had been to see the lights at Blackpool and it was winter time. We were driving on part of the dual carriageway between Manchester and Blackpool. And it was dark, but the road was well lit. I saw something odd through the window, and I looked to the side of the road and I saw a figure standing there. It was all black in colour, standing between six to seven feet tall. It looked almost like a man, but was much bigger than any man I knew, and it was kind of hunched over, so it could have been even taller. It was pretty big, and we couldn't make out too many details. It was just standing at the side of the road, looking like it was thinking about crossing. It didn't move as we passed it, and as we looked back, the figure had gone. Lancashire Wolvers. It had brown and black matted fur, and the face and snout like a dog. As Halloween approaches and autumn rolls in, I thought I'd take the opportunity to share some of the stranger reports I've received whilst collecting personal stories from ordinary folk who live in Lancashire. Stories of upright wolves, commonly known as werewolves or wolves as a dogman. These creatures are often described as being as large as a pony and thickly muscled, with snouted faces and canine teeth. These creatures are the critters from our nightmares. They are certainly fierce enough to keep you up at night. Some poor Lancashire residents...
With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Leftovers? Or... The DMV? Number 97. Or... House cleaning? Chumba Casino always brings the fun. Play over a hundred different games online for free from anywhere. You could redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. Live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. We're prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Come face to face with these inexplicable horrors in some of our most beautiful places. The forest of Boland hosts a very strange creature. And it was witnessed by two Lancashire residents in the 1990s and in 2014. One witness is a resident of Lancashire and they were enjoying a family break. The other's a wild camper who'd camped in some of our remotest areas alone until an event at Walsall Crag ended that hobby for him. The witnesses both contacted me by email and are happy to share their encounters in the hopes of finding some answers. What creature was watching me in the forest of Boland in 2014? Now this is a witness report from Ray. My encounter happened a few years ago at night, and I think around September time, when I'd gone out on a remote excursion to see a meteor shower. I love wild camping, and I'm always looking for a new spot to camp. It was the first time I'd been to this area, and that night it was drizzling and slightly wet, and I was camping up near a rock formation. I'd settled in for the night when I realised I was not alone. I first noticed something watching me from outside the camp, when I caught a movement out the corner of my eye. I could hear it as it was moving around and it was shifting in the shadows and this shifting movement lasted for about 15 or 20 minutes. I kept watch as whatever was out there lurked around the area while I was camping. It would move every few moments to a different spot and it was watching me the whole time. It was almost canine in appearance but it would rise up on two legs, or belly crawl low to the ground. It sat in a crouched or hunched position, just watching me, coming closer and closer to where I was sitting, back up to the rock. I'll be honest, I was scared witless for a while there. Not by anything the creature did, or by any noise it made. It was bad enough seeing it, and knowing I was not alone out there. But even more creepily, it kept changing positions and watching me constantly. It never took its eyes off me. It was very unnerving and I was quite frightened at the time. I could hear the sound of it getting up 
and running a short distance. And then it would squat down again in a strange hunched stance. I didn't have a fire going at the time, so I was fairly well in the dark. But the sky provided a slight bit of light, just enough to see this thing as it lurked around my camp. From that crouched position, it looked to be maybe three or four feet tall. But when it stood up and lurched away, it became maybe five feet tall. But it was always with that hunched posture. How tall it was standing up, I have no idea. And how did it move so strategically? No human could move like that. The whole event was absolutely terrifying. And as you can imagine, I didn't sleep at all that night. I just huddled there in the cold, waiting for daylight. And when it was almost morning, I made my way back out of there. But I was keeping a watch behind me the whole way out, just in case it was still there and following me. But as far as I could tell, it was gone. It was really intimidating and that night has put me right off camping, which is most unlike me. But experiencing something like that leaves quite an impression on you. Whatever it was, I got the feeling it was probably somewhat annoyed at me being there that night. As if I'd intruded somehow. During the encounter, the creature kept getting closer and closer to me a little bit at a time. I didn't know whether to get up and run or stay huddled against the rock. I would have left immediately, but I was too scared to leave the spot I was in, just in case that started a pursuit. I felt hunted that night. Although to stay put was the lesser of two evils, it was not easy sitting in camp until sunrise when I packed up and left. I just had to sit it out until the sky began to get light and I made a break for it then. Ray. A young girl comes face to face with a snouted creature in the forest of Boland in the 1990s. As many readers will know, the forest of Boland is a mystical place full of woodlands and rivers and gorges and caverns. A place we visit for hikes or just to drink in the beauty which surrounds you really. I love to camp here with my husband and we visit the places where many of the strange stories I report take place. One family visiting the area had a day out to remember when a young girl was left with a terrible memory that never faded away. A few physical scars as well. And this witness report came from Beth and she says, I've never forgotten that day in the Trough of Boland and the events that happened. And this is why I wrote it down and got in touch with you. I am hoping by sharing this, it will bring me an explanation of what happened that day or will bring someone forward who has also seen it. I remember it clearly. My dad took all us kids to this huge forest in Boland and he let us run riot and it was just something we do often. It was a large forest and even though the sun was blazing hot, it was much cooler and darker within the trees. I wandered off on my own and I hadn't realised just how far I'd gone and I was a little bit confused about the way back so I stopped. And I stopped to get my bearings really and I was looking around and I noticed something crouching behind a tree. I thought it was one of my siblings waiting to play a prank on me. I could see the shape of a head and the slight outline of shoulders behind the trunk. 
So I crept closer, thinking I was just going to go and scare them first. When I realised what I was seeing, and I just froze on the spot. It was hard to make out much detail at first. And when my eyes adjusted, I saw arms that were wrapped around the trunk of a tree and a head that was tilted watching me. I realised at that point this was not a human. It was a creature of some kind. This creature was sitting there watching my every move. It was covered in long fur or hair. I still remember the fear I felt swelling inside me. Realising the danger I was in, I ran as fast as I could towards the light. As I turned to look back at this thing, thump, I run face first into a tree, busting my face on my nose. I was dazed and I carried on until I found my dad again. My face was cut and bloody and it took weeks for the cuts and bruises to heal. I found it impossible to explain to my dad what I'd just seen. I really tried to forget it all, but the event has never left me. I remember the creature, or whatever it was, had pointy ears on its head like a dog's. It had brown and black matted fur or hair, and the face had a snout. Back then, my dad used to let me watch Strange But True, so I knew of all the weird and wonderful things that were supposedly out there. And on seeing it, I immediately thought werewolf. Its arms were really big and muscled, and it just watched me as I walked around. It never moved, even when I got pretty close to it. I think it was the fear of the whole event that made me run off and keep looking back at it, hence why I legged it into a tree. I've never forgotten this, and now... I researched paranormal counts in the Bolton area and all across Lancashire. Beth. So what did Beth and Ray see? What horror of the night was watching them in the wilds of Boland? I interviewed both witnesses, Ray in 2015 and Beth in 2019. During an investigation, I'll often ask for a description or I'll ask the witness if they can draw what they saw. Beth picked out an illustration and she'd searched the web for years trying to find a likeness and she'd stumbled on an image in a forum discussing British Wolver accounts. Beth stated, Although the image was not perfect in any sense, it does give a very good impression of what I saw that day. The face and build are very close to the creature watching me from behind the tree. Now, anyone hearing this on the podcast, it's actually the middle image of the thumbnail image for the podcast. So, I took that photograph that Beth sent it to me and I sent it across to Ray. Now, I sent it with eight others. I didn't give Ray any background on the images provided. I didn't share Beth's story. I simply asked him to pick from the eight images to see if any looked similar to the creature watching him from outside the camp that night. Ray picked the same image that had been provided by Beth. Did they see the same creature years apart? Or more worryingly, like wolves, did these creatures roam in packs? So the next time you take a ride out to the forest of Boland, keep an eye on the trees. Something may just be watching you in return. 
Now, in Risley, there is a report of a black hunched dog-like creature in June 2018. But Risley's not in Lancashire, I hear you cry. Well, Warrington, Cheshire, is historically part of Lancashire. And it's now claimed by the country of Cheshire, but originally it was Lancashire. It too has a wealth of strange canine creatures, reported by ordinary folk each day. One young van driver got the shock of his life on the road that separates Birchwood Country Park and Risley Nature Reserve. In the early hours of the morning on the 11th of June 2018, a van driver travelling on the road between Warrington and Manchester, going about his normal nightly route, saw something crossing the road in front of him that he cannot explain. The creature, described as dog-like, but bigger than a horse and moving fast, Shocked at the driver when describing the speed of the creature, he said, it dusted out of sight in seconds. The sighting has left the man confused and a little shaken up. The driver himself has no prior interest in cryptids and the paranormal or strange creatures or anything out of the normal, really. He said in his own words, I want to report something that happened last night when I was at work on my usual route. I was out on the road about 3am this morning. I had my lights on, of course, and the road was empty of traffic. But as I passed the Birchwood Forest Park on the A547, something crossed the road in front of me. It was moving on all fours, and it was massive. It was at least as big as a horse. But this thing ran like a dog. Thank God it kept moving and stayed on all fours, because upright, it would have been at least nine feet tall, he explained. It was all dark in colour and it was huge. I did stop the van and got out to look where it was and I couldn't see it anywhere. It had moved off that fast. Now the A574 Birchwood Forest Park was where it was come from, he said. It was as big as a horse but looked and moved more like a dog of some kind. I'm still freaked out by all this and I felt a bit off since last night and a bit light-headed. I keep thinking about it and the fluid and fast movement it made as it was moving. It stood, it should still have been in sight, but it had dusted. It was nowhere when I got out of the van. Just to the south, a few miles in Tatton, there's another strange account from a gentleman who works on the land. Now, the creature he saw was described as belly crawling across the road and all one dark colour, which happened only three years before the account in Risley, in 2015. Now, the witness was in his vehicle at the time when he witnessed something crawl across the track in front of his headlights. I have no clue what it was that crossed the road right at the edge of the truck's light, he said. I could only just see it. It kind of crawled on its belly across the road and over into the woods on the other side. It was fur-covered and was a light brown colour, but as it was so dark... I could only just about see it. For another hour, I racked my brains trying to place this creature. It crawled like a soldier does when crawling on its belly across the field. I can't remember seeing a tail, and it was as big, at least as big as a man. I'm not sure to this day what I saw. It moved like a skulking cat, but the size was too large to be a cat, and its belly must have been touching the ground. It was very fast, not slow like a person, and it had 
arms and legs. So that's why I said it crawled like a man. Rivacre, Ellesmere Port, a blacker than the night wolf. My name is Billy Thompson and I'm reporting an encounter that happened many years ago now. I was about nine or ten at the time and I was out with my grandparents, Brian and Margaret. We were going for a walk down Rivacre Valley in the northwest of England in a place called Ellesmere Port. I can't remember much of how we got there or what happened after the event really, but the event itself is as clear as day. We were walking along and my nan said she spotted what looked like a big puma looking through the bushes at us. She walked closer to get a better look and my granddad started shouting, Stop! Margaret, stop! By now, it had moved to the right and was trying to come round behind her and Grandad shouted, It's flanking you! Whilst all this was going on, I'm trying to look everywhere to see what it was my nan was seeing. My granddad was holding my hand quite tight. I do remember that. My nan was staring to her right like she was in a daydream. And all the time, I'm still trying to see what it is that they can see, but I can't. And then I spot a big hole about four feet off the floor in the bushes. But it didn't look right. Something was off about that hole. I stared until my eyes adjusted and I could see what I was looking at. And it was a set of eyes. I could see two big black eyes. The eyes were very wide apart and they didn't look right. Whatever creature they belonged to was blinking. I could see it clearly. All around the eyes was pitch black in colour. I could see that whatever this thing was, it was darker than everything else around it. I started to try and see more. I then got up. I looked at Grandad. And I said, is it black what you're looking for? And he said, yeah, can you see it? And I pointed at the hole where I could see the eyes, but he couldn't see them and make them out. After we got back and we were discussing what had happened, my granddad said that he'd seen the creature walk off from us. But as it turned to walk off, it doubled back on itself. So its front legs were close to its rear legs. It had turned that tight. Nan said she and her work colleague saw something like it once more when she was doing a night shift at work. She said it kind of looked like the other creatures we'd seen, but on this occasion she noticed that this thing had triangle ears close to the top of its head like a dog. The second time my Nan saw the thing, it was behind a six-foot metal fence that went all around the property where she worked. Nan told me she was waiting for the shift change on the front of her work's property. She was standing within the car park and the area was all fenced in because it was a home for disabled children. My nan said she noticed it as she could see something moving behind the fence in the dark. She was with other colleagues chatting away so she walked up closer to see what she could see to get a better look. Nan said this thing looked like a wolf, a big black wolf. My nan's stubborn. I wouldn't let anything get the better of her normally. But she said she felt itchy and uneasy on this occasion. So she walked back to the others she'd been standing with. I don't know if she'd told them or not. But she did add, as she was walking closer, she turned left and then right. And this thing followed her movement. I don't know what she means by that. I've asked myself over and over what this thing I saw was. And was it the same as what my nan saw later on? But I don't know what I saw. Nan 
was convinced it was a blacker than the night wolf. A lost purse leads to a sticky situation. One of the questions I'm often asked the most is where do I find my accounts? And often I don't find them at all. They seem to find me somehow, some way. It's happened so many times now I've stopped questioning why. I really believe in some of these cases, serendipities at play. A very good example of this is what happened on the 3rd of December 2019. I went shopping for food as you do. And on the way back, I found a purse on the road. My husband got out and got, got the purse and we put it in the car. And we went round and round and round trying to find anyone that had asked for a missing purse and we couldn't. So I went on Facebook and I shared a picture of the purse and I said I was looking for people. And the, the lady who owned the purse got in touch with me and she described what was inside it and everything. So I said I was happy to mail it across to her and she suddenly disappeared. And I thought maybe I'd worried her or something like that. And she came back and she said... I was quite shocked that you were that honest that you'd tried to find the owner of the purse. So if you don't mind, I went to have a nosy about you and I saw what you do and what reports that you collect. And it's really, really strange, but something happened to me when I was a child in 2006 that I've never been able to explain. Now, we're very lucky that this witness was so upset at the time that she kept a journal of the event. And she still had the entry she'd written describing the creature she saw. And she said it happened on the 14th of May, 2006. She, she said, the entrance in the diary is dated the 16th of the 5th, 06. And it says, a couple of days ago, it was a nice day. So I decided to get off the bus early and walk back home because I didn't have any homework or anything to rush home for. I went the usual route via the golf course so I could roll down the hill. I'd heard the big cat rumours from around the course, but I wasn't scared. I thought the golfers were all just making it up. I never thought for a moment it was maybe real. I was sure it was complete BS, until I saw the yellow eyes glaring at me. I've never seen a cat that big. and I'm not even sure it was a cat. He was either poorly or not a cat at all. He was mangy like a feral fox but it was about a hundred times bigger than a fox. It was grey, and the eyes were not cattish in any way. The thing looked more like some sort of love child between a wolf and a panther, but not cute and fluffy at all. It was really fugly. I remember it had a lump between its shoulders. It was obviously scared and poorly, but what could I have done to help it? I was a young girl. I thought I was brave until that moment, but instead, I nearly cried. I think I would have coped with it if it had looked like a cat. But that was not a cat. On the 27th of May, 20, 2006, she writes in the journal, I bumped into a guy called Mike and his buddy George who were playing golf on the course. And I told them about what I'd saw and he asked if they'd seen anything like it. Now, Mike swore he had. And he said it didn't look like a cat's a whim either. His mate said we were both mad. But I knew, and he knew, and we both believed each other. On the 2nd of June 2006, the more I think about things, the less sure I am that it was a cat. I've been looking online to match what I saw, but I'm not finding cats with yellow or orangey eyes. None that have circles anyway. I'm confused. Was I seeing things? Maybe there was a gas leak making people go mad and I'm one of them. 
Dad said it was a murderer in a mask to scare me off the course. The thing I saw had a hunch on its back between its shoulders and it was upright on its back legs. As I was reading my journal back, it took me back to that day, she said. I remember so clearly what it was like seeing it and the feelings that I felt. I've never been scared like that since. I felt sick and I remember running and almost going straight through the style instead of over it. I was so scared. When I was little, as young as two, I used to see a wolf in my room at night. And every night, my dad would use an imaginary lead to take the invisible wolf out of my room so I could sleep. I wonder if these two events are connected in some way, Deborah. His eyes are what I remember the most. They were the amber, orangey colour. Now, the thing I saw had orange eyes. Um, definitely didn't have ears on top of its head, though, but I will never forget that face as long as I live. And a fisherman sees an unusual creature. A dog stood on two legs in the 1990s. Now, this written report came in from a gentleman and he was told this account by two of his mates who were fishing at a place behind the Raven pub near Glazebury, Lancashire. He said, we'd often go there, we call it the Moss, and there's a good pond there, which used to be a good fishing spot. Pardon me. This was around 25 years ago now, Deb. Both of my mates were there trying their luck and they'd fished for most of the day and they were just packing up the gear to go home. And having packed it, they loaded the gear on their backs and started to walk down the track. It was only about 9.30pm. And as they were walking through the thick grass and shrubs, they heard a noise which startled them both. They turned around and saw a huge dog-like thing standing there. Now bearing in mind, these two were handy lads, what I'd call rum lads, and they weren't phased by much. But this incident really shook them both up. The dog was standing upright like a human on two legs. They both said it had bloodshot red eyes and it started to walk towards them. And as they both turned and ran in the direction of home, not looking back until they reached the road, they finally looked back and this thing was gone. They both said it was huge and since then, none of us have ever fished there again. So the next time you think of Lancashire... It may not conjure up images of cotton mills and clogs anymore, as the night seems to be filled with the strangest of creatures. Until next time.
Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.